What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. My name is Kyle. Tonight it is Friday evening, November 10th. Going to get you guys ready for week 10. So this is our week 10 preview here. I'm going to go over all of my start-sit charts. We'll go uh, through and basically just tell you who I'm starting, who I'm not starting, who I'm confident in, things like that. We'll look at some practice reports as well and basically just get you guys all ready to go. I will be doing a player prop show tomorrow morning. I'm not sure if it's live or if I'm going to upload it, uh, but that will have a prop show for you guys to watch. Uh, and then... This weekend, no Sunday morning live stream. So if you guys do have questions and you want to get answers, uh, go to the Discord. There's a link in the description if you guys want to hang out there and get your question asked or answered. Uh, otherwise, you know, you can comment on this video. <clears throat> you can find us on TikTok. You can find me uh, on Twitter as well. But hey, let's get into it. <clears throat> uh, the fantasy, well, this is the fantasy points allowed, but my week 10 start sit charts you guys click on week 10 or just hover over on the home page and find it <clears throat> i do have some hot links here for you guys if you want to see the fantasy points allowed by position the DraftKings game lines which i posted here uh man the cowboys picked to win by 17 points pretty crazy uh but we have four teams on by and some useful teams here you have kansas city the rams the dolphins and the eagles so three startable quarterbacks and a, a bunch of you know alpha players like kelsey and some of the receivers here are on by uh you guys can check out the spreads and whatnot I will let you guys know the spreads before each game as well. So Sunday morning, moving into it, we have the Frankfurt game. I think this is the last early game of the year. The last, uh, I think there's one more Mexico City game, but that might be a night game. I'm not, I can't remember. Uh, but either way, you have the Indianapolis Colts here. I'm actually going to hit refresh on this. <clears throat> I, yep, I just updated these uh, these DraftKings game lines. So the Colts picked to win by two, 43 implied in this one. I think Gardner Minshew's okay as a streamable Superflex QB2. I think you're starting Jonathan Taylor and you're starting Michael Pittman Jr. They're leaving the door open for Josh Downs to play in this one, but I I think he's he's pretty much doubtful. I don't I don't expect to see Josh Downs. He did not practice all week. They didn't rule him out yet, but I would assume he's going to get ruled out. And then they do have Alec Pierce questionable with an ankle injury. He was limited yesterday, full practice today. He'll operate as the number two receiver, but this Colts are pretty simple. It's Jonathan Taylor, it's Michael Pittman Jr. You're starting these guys. I do think the Colts defense is streamable if you want to stream a defense, but I'm not super excited about that. I'll tell you why in a second here. Uh, Zach Moss, maybe, but probably not. Mackenzie Pierce, Grantson, we'll leave those guys on the bench. On the Patriots side of things, I think Mac Jones is okay as a super flex QB too. I did see a stat where he's one of the, he's like a top five QB going up against um, cover three defenses, and the Colts are the number one uh, defense running cover three. Right. I, I mean, not the number one defense, but they run it the most. So Mac Jones might be an interesting, sneaky super flex or DFS play this weekend. You're starting Ramondre Stevenson. Uh, Demario Douglas is still on the injury report with an ankle injury. Now, they did rule out Devontae Parker already with the concussion. Uh, no other offensive players have been ruled out besides Trent Brown. But uh, for fantasy, you can see Demario Douglas here questionable with that ankle injury. Limited all week. I think he's going to trend towards playing, and I'm actually going to be starting him in a couple leagues that I have him in. Uh, otherwise, nobody else for fantasy that we need to worry about. You can maybe start Juju Smith-Schuster. He did come through last weekend with a decent game. I think he had seven targets, double-digit PPR points. He's a low-end flex play if you need somebody. I do think the Patriots' defense is startable, but... Not super excited about it. And then we're going to leave these guys here on the bench. Uh, I do want to note <clears throat> with the injuries at receiver, Hunter Henry may be of use if you need a tight end, especially if you lost a guy like Dallas Goddard or Darren Waller. 
Moving on to the Sunday early games here, the Texans at the Bengals. We got some banged up receivers in this game. Cincinnati picked a win by six, 47 implied here. You're starting Joe Burrow. You're starting Joe Mixon. If Jamar Chase is playing, which he's trending towards playing, I'm going to play Jamar Chase. Um, they did rule T. Higgins out with that hamstring. He tweaked it on Wednesday at practice. <clears throat> there's potential that he could miss week 11 as well. So we'll be monitoring T. Higgins' health. I do expect Jamar Chase to play. He logged back-to-back -back practices, I believe. So I have him as limited and limited the last two days. So he's on track to play. I'm playing him in the leagues that I have him. And then uh, with T Higgins out, <clears throat> that does make Tyler Boyd a fringe wide receiver three flex. I'm open to him being spot started this weekend, but Hey, I do want to point out that the Houston Texans, <clears throat> one of the best teams against opponent uh, wide receivers here, they do allow quarterback points here about 17 points per game, but <clears throat> they're limiting wide receivers here. They rank fourth best against wide receivers. So it's a tough matchup for Chase, tough matchup for Boyd. Probably not going to start the Bengals defense, even though they are picked to win by six at home. Irv Smith, Andre Yoshivas. And then the guy that's probably going to lead the team in snaps as the third man up here is Trenton Irwin. <clears throat> I'm just, I'm not really excited to start him. So keep it simple with your Bengals on the Texan side. I think you're starting CJ Stroud. If you have him, let me know if you have questions there. A lot of people probably have, um, you know, maybe Mahomes or Hertz or someone on by and you can start Stroud. Otherwise, you probably have Stroud and somebody else that you have to, you know, start sitting one of these guys here. So I'm going to lean towards starting Stroud here, even though it's on the road. You're starting Tank Dell. They ruled out Nico Collins and Damian Pierce on the Texan side here. Robert Woods is questionable, but I want to get Tank Dell in my lineup. I want to get Dalton Schultz in my lineup for sure. Uh, and then Devin Singletary is a low-end RB2 flex play at best, maybe a PPR play, if anything, not so much standard league. Texans just don't run for touchdowns. But maybe Singletary finds a way here. Uh, fun game. I think this could be a, a a good game here between Joe Burrow and CJ Stroud. Moving on to the Saints Vikings. <clears throat> um, the only guy that's not playing in this one is Kendra Miller so far. We are expecting Justin Jefferson to rest this game, so we're not going to see him this weekend, maybe week 11. And then they're leaving KJ Osborne as questionable and TJ Hawkinson questionable as well. <clears throat> on the Saints side of things, picked a win by three on the road here, 41 implied. I think you're starting Kamara Olave for sure. I think you want to try and get Taysom Hill in your lineup as your tight end one if you need a tight end. Uh, and then I do like Derek Carr as a streamer this weekend. If you have Mahomes, Tua, or Hertz on by, Derek Carr looks like a nice streaming option. Michael Thomas, dud last week is zero. Not sure I want to get him in my lineup in this one. Uh, I do think Rashid Shahid, though, should be picked up in deeper formats. He's a sleeper, big play guy. If anything happens to Thomas or Olave, we're going to be talking about Shahid on the waiver wire. So I like Shahid maybe as a deep flex. Uh, start the Saints defense. I think I'm fine with that. And then we're going to leave Jawan and Jamal Williams on the bench. On the Vikings side, Joshua Dobbs is just a super flex option for you. I think Alexander Madison, now that Cam Akers is out for the year, Madison locked into a running back two role. I'm going to leave him in there. If he scores a touchdown, he makes your week. If not, he's getting eight to 10 points. <clears throat> Go ahead and start Jordan Addison, even though it's a tough matchup on paper. And then you're starting TJ Hawkinson. After that, that's pretty much it. The Vikings defense, no thank you. Powell and Tristan Jackson are the backup receivers. We'll monitor those guys. And then Ty Chandler is the backup to Madison. Packers at the Steelers. Steelers picked a win by three, 38 and a half implied in this one. Offensively, everybody's in. There's no major injuries that we have to worry about on this game uh, for the Packers. Jordan loves a QB2 for Superflex, maybe a streamer, but probably not in one QB leagues. You're starting Aaron Jones, and that's kind of the end of the list. Like Aaron Jones is the safe play from this Packers team. After that, like the, the receivers are hard to trust. I think you could play Watson as a wide receiver three flex. I think you could stream Luke Musgrave as well. Musgrave's been uh 
he's been a boom bust player, but he finally got a touchdown last weekend and three for 51. It was a good day for Musgrave. So maybe if you have Goddard or Waller out, Musgrave can be your answer. And then with Romeo Dobbs and Jaden Reed, Jaden Reed continues to look good in the slot. Dobbs continues to catch touchdowns. They're both, you know, six to eight point floors. And if they catch a touchdown, you never know. Uh, but they're just low end flexes. Maybe the Packers defense, this game's going to be low scoring. And they did play pretty well last weekend, even though it was against Brett Rippon. And then we're going to monitor Dontavian Wicks and A.J. Dillon on the bench. On the Steelers side, you're only using Kenny Pickett in super flex leagues and, and maybe even not. Uh, Najee Harris is just a low-end RB2 play. He's going to need the touchdown to make your day for you. It's not a strong play, but, hey, the Packers do allow running back points here. You're starting Deontay Johnson, man. I, I would like to see another touchdown out of Deontay and see what he can do, keep the momentum rolling. George Pickens, more of a wide receiver three flex. I understand people are kind of frustrated with him over the last few games. Now that Deontay's humming along, Pickens not so much a, a must-start player. He's more of a flex play. And then Jalen Warren. I might prefer Jalen, Jalen Warren rest of season over Najee Harris, but that's kind of been my motive all season long. Uh, I do think Warren's a low-end RB2 flex play if you need him, especially in PPR leagues. You can start the Steelers' defense, and then we're going to leave these guys here on the bench. <clears throat> Moving on to the Titans and the Buccaneers. Tampa Bay favored to win by 139 implied uh, in this one. Not a super exciting game here. Will Levis is a super flex option. Derrick Henry, you're starting him. I think you're starting DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, and then Okonkwo, just a deep tight end option if you need somebody. I'm not excited about it. And then Tajay Spears, just a low-end RB2 play in emergencies. If you need six, seven points, he can get you that. Maybe the Titans defense, but probably not. I don't know. And then we'll watch Kyle Phillips, Westbrook Akina. Traylon Burks is out. Ryan Tannehill not playing as well. <clears throat> on the Buccaneers side, I do think Baker Mayfield's an interesting streaming option. Again, if you have Mahomes, Hurts, or Tua on by, Mayfield is a decent play at home here against the Titans defense that allows a lot of wide receiver points. So I like Baker. Uh, I like Rashad White. I like Evans and Godwin. And then, hey, Kate Otten, man. If you have Goddard or, or Darren Waller and you need a tight end, Otten could be streamed. Uh, he did catch two touchdowns last weekend. Yeah, I think he's also had eight and nine points uh, in, in the games before the two touchdown games. So Otten starting to poke around here and be of use in tight end uh, one situations. And then Tampa Bay's defense. I kind of like Tampa Bay's defense uh, at home this week. It's kind of a must win for Tampa Bay, really. Uh, they're going up against a rookie quarterback. Titans offense doesn't really scare us. So maybe Tampa Bay's D. Palmer, questionable. Chase Edmonds, no thank you. We'll move on to the next one. Um, I'm excited about this game. <clears throat> 49ers at the Jags. 49ers picked to win by three, 44 and a half implied in this one. You want to get basically everybody in this game that's of use. So you're starting Brock Purdy. I think he's a QB one, if not a QB two in Superflex leagues. Obviously, you're starting CMC. You're starting Ayuk. You're starting Debo. You're starting Kittle. 49ers coming off a bye, man. It feels pretty good. This this game is probably one of the better noon games uh, of the slate here. So get all your 49ers in. That 49ers defense is startable, but I hesitate a little bit. They haven't looked as good uh, as we're accustomed to in the last few weeks leading into the bye. I do want to stash Elijah Mitchell as a handcuff and then Juwan Jennings, Jordan Mason, leave these guys on the waiver wire. Uh, on the Jag side, you're starting Trevor Lawrence. Um, I did get a lot of questions on Trevor Lawrence as a QB1 this weekend. I'm going to lean with him. It's a good game. It's a tough game. Good players usually come through in tough games. It's at home. I want to play Trevor Lawrence. We saw Kirk Cousins light this 49ers defense up. So maybe Trevor Lawrence does the same. Yeah, you're starting Travis Etienne. I want to start Ridley. I want to start Kirk. And I want to start Evan Ingram. Get all these Jags in your lineup. Say no to the Jags defense, though. Uh, Zay Jones isn't playing. 
Tank Bigsby, whatever. Fun game, though. I, I'm excited to see both these teams coming off a bye. It's going to have maybe a little playoff atmosphere. We'll see who's the tougher team here. Um, <clears throat> speaking of tough teams, you have the Browns at the Ravens, six-and-a-half-point favorites for Baltimore, 38 implied in this one. This one could be ugly, guys. <clears throat> I do think the Ravens' six-and-a-half is a little bit too much. I kind of like the Browns to hang around and cover that. But anyways, Deshaun Watson's just a super flex QB2. I'm not throwing him out there in one QB leagues. You can play Jerome Ford as your running back two flex. You're playing Amari Cooper. He's locked in. And then I do think David Njoku can be streamable as a tight end one. Start the, You can start the Browns defense. I think this game is going to be pretty low scoring. I'll, I'll, I mean, if you remember the last time these teams played, they gave Dorian Thompson Robinson the start. He threw three interceptions, set the Ravens up for really good, uh, <clears throat> really good offensive situations. And the game was just kind of a blowout. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I think it's going to be a tight, close game. And again, the 38 implied over under in this one leans toward this being a defensive game. And who knows, maybe maybe Lamar Jackson turns the ball over. I still think the Browns defense is usable. Elijah Moore, Kareem Hunt, Cedric Tillman, Pierre Strong, not excited to get these guys in the lineup. Again, it's a tough game, but maybe Kareem Hunt in a desperation RB2 situation. And then I want to note that Cedric Tillman had more snaps last week than Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore still ran more routes, but keep an eye on the rookie wide receiver there for Cleveland. On the Ravens side, you're starting Lamar. I think Gus Edwards can be in a, a low-end RB2. He basically needs a touchdown to make your day, though. So if he doesn't score a touchdown, I don't know what his floor is. Maybe it's five or six points. So be prepared for that. I do think he's touchdown dependent. And then you're starting Mark Andrews and then maybe Zay Flowers. If you guys have questions on Zay Flowers, I think he's a wide receiver three flex. Um He's been kind of all over the place this year. He's not like a must-start player at this point. So let me know if you have questions on Zay Flowers. Start the Ravens' defense, and then I'm not using Keaton Mitchell. I want to see more from him before I throw him out there, and then we're going to leave all these receivers and backups here on the bench. But fun game here in the AFC North. And we're moving on into the Sunday late slate here. Falcons at the Cardinals, the return of Kyler Murray. Falcons minus two, 43 implied in this one. On the Falcons side, I think Heineke is an interesting QB2 for Superflex. I've gotten way too many questions on Bijan Robinson this weekend, and I want everyone to take a deep breath with me and relax. Bijan's going to be fine. I know Arthur Smith uh, is a bit of a uh, an annoying head coach right now for Bijan Robinson owners, but guys, it was Bijan's had one game below. Double-digit fantasy points. He had the bad game against Tampa because he was sick, so I'm not counting that game. But he's had one game where he started and finished where he was not over double-digit points. So be fine. Be content with Bijan Robinson. It's a great matchup. Start Bijan Robinson. I don't want to hear any start-sick questions on Bijan. Uh, Drake London's back and healthy. He can be a wide receiver three flex. I kind of like him in this one. And then Kyle Pitts. I want to play Kyle Pitts when I have him. And then some flexes for you. RB2 flex Tyler Algier. John Smith, man, continues to ball out. He's a tight end streamer option if you need one. Maybe the Falcons defense, but probably not. And then Van Jefferson operates as wide receiver too. Now, Cardinals. I want to say I am not excited to play Kyler Murray in a one QB league. I think I'd rather play Derek Carr, Baker Mayfield, maybe some of the other streaming options if you need them. I don't know what Murray's going to look like. I don't expect him to be running all over the field and accumulating yards like we're used to with him with his legs. I want to watch and see what this looks like before I trust him. So I, I'm kind of out on Kyler Murray as a QB1, as a streamer. I prefer Goff, or I prefer uh, Baker Mayfield and um, 
Derek Carr. James Conner is going to play. I think he can be a low-end RB2 flex play. We don't know how much he's going to play, but they really don't have anybody behind him. So I'm playing Conner if I have him. I'm playing Marquise Brown if I have him. And then I do think Trey McBride's usable as a tight end one, especially if you have Goddard or Waller out. Say no to the Cardinals defense, and we're going to leave these guys here on the bench. I do think Michael Wilson and Rondell Moore could be stashed in deeper you know, 12-team leagues, especially PPR leagues for Rondell Moore. Touchdown leagues for maybe Michael Wilson, half PPR, that kind of thing. But fun game here. We'll see what Kyler Murray looks like, see if the Falcons finally figure out how to use their playmakers. Uh, moving on to the Lions at the Chargers. Lions, three-point road dog or three-point road favorites, 48.5 in this one. This one's a fun, exciting, high-scoring potential game here. You're starting pretty much everybody on the Lions. Jared Goff is a QB1 streamer. You're starting David Montgomery. You're starting Jameer Gibbs. Uh, I think the duo of them, uh, they're going to combine for about 30 touches per game, whether that's Montgomery 18 touches and Gibbs 12, 20 and 10, something like that seems to make sense. I do expect Montgomery to be the lead ball carrier when they get near the goal line in short yardage, but they're still going to have Gibbs in for passing situations and, uh, and getting him the ball because they need to get him the ball. It's clear he's a good player. Uh, you're starting St. Brown. You're starting Laporta. I do think Josh Reynolds could be a flexi type play if you need somebody in a deeper league with the buys. Probably not the defenses in either side here. Probably not Jamison Williams either. He needs to be more consistent before we trust him. Uh, I'm open to – I'd rather probably own Donovan Peoples-Jones on my on my stash bench uh, if I need a receiver here, but I don't know if he's going to play. We'll watch for DPJ, like the Lions coming off a bye here in this one. The Chargers are starting Herbert, Eckler, Keenan Allen. That's probably the end of the list. Uh, I do think Quentin Johnson's an emergency deep play, but I'm not excited about it. If he's dropped in your 12-man league, pick him up, see what he can do. Again, I want to bet on first-round rookie wide receivers in the second half of the year. Say no to the Chargers defense, and then, I mean, Everett, Davis, Parham, Kelly, these guys are all not really startable, but Everett could go for a nice game against the Lions here. I'm not really sure. The Lions do allow tight end points, if I recall. So maybe Gerald Everett, but I'm excited for this one. Eckler and Keenan Allen are probably going to ball out. Hopefully Herbert bounces back as well with a big fantasy day. So Lions Chargers excited for that one. Giants Cowboys will be quick here. You're only starting Saquon Barkley in the, on the Giants side. The Cowboys are 17 point home favorites, 38 and a, and a half implied. Stay away from the Giants. Saquon Barkley is the guy that I'm willing to play. Nobody else though. Say no to the defense. Like everything else here is just no, just no, 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 no from the Giants side. On the Cowboys side, you're starting Dak Prescott, who's been the number one scoring quarterback over the last four weeks. You're starting Tony Pollard, who I know he's been frustrating, but in a game where they're 17-point home favorites, I would expect Tony Pollard to put up a decent stat line. CeeDee Lamb, mm, the number one wide receiver over the last three or four games. You're starting CeeDee Lamb. You're starting Jake Ferguson if you have him. Let me know if you have questions on Jake Ferguson. He's like He's been the ideal replacement for Waller and Goddard if you needed somebody. I'm open to Brandon Cooks as a deep flex, but maybe not. And then I do think, hey, if you're in an emergency situation, you need a running back too, and there's nobody available, pick up Rico Dowdle. He might have the whole fourth quarter to himself in this one. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But I, I think stashing Rico Dowdle is a good move at this point. It's handcuff season after all. Pick up Rico Dowdle if you have the room. Start the Cowboys defense. And then, hey, Michael Gallup, not getting it done. Jalen Tolbert's getting more work. Kevontae Turpin, questionable in this one. So I'm squeaky wheel, Jalen Tolbert. Keep an eye on him. He's worth a stash over the weekend. Commanders at Seahawks. I'm excited about this game. Seahawks, six-point favorites at home, 44.5 implied here. You're starting Sam Howell, dude. He's only had two bad games all year. We're in week 10. He's been a hit seven games out of nine. I want to play Sam Howell as my QB1. If he's out there and you were able to pick him up for your, your bi-week quarterback, 
great. Play him. I'm excited about Sam Howell. You can start Brian Robinson. I know he's been kind of inconsistent, but he finds touchdowns every now and then. Uh, Terry McLaurin's in your lineup. I think Jahan Dotson's also in your lineup this week if for wide receiver three flex. Uh, and then Logan Thomas, maybe you need a tight end. Keep an eye on Antonio Gibson. The last five weeks, he's averaging nine PPR points per game. He had his season high in touches last weekend with six carries and five receptions. The week before, he also had five receptions again. So he's trending. His usage is trending upwards. Uh, he's a PPR, interesting, you know, low-end RB2 flex play if you need one. Say no to the commander's defense. And then we're monitoring the health of Curtis Samuel. Nobody else really here I'm excited about. The Seahawks. Geno Smith needs to get it together. He's had two turnovers in the last four games, I believe. Uh, I've heard rumors of Drew Locke potentially starting. So if you guys play super flex leagues, I don't mind stashing Drew Locke right now because if Geno loses this game and it looks ugly, they're going to be calling for Drew Locke. Uh, the Seahawks are a good team. We need a game manager that doesn't turn the ball over. Maybe that's Drew Locke. Maybe it's not. We'll see. But Geno Smith, the QB2 for Superflex, you could use him as a QB1 if you need to. But again, the numbers have not been great for Geno. You're starting Kenneth Walker, who is off the injury report. DK Metcalf. I got a lot of questions on DK Metcalf this week. I'm playing him this week. It's the Commanders. They're the one of the worst teams against big-bodied wide receivers. DK Metcalf due for a breakout game. Tyler Lockett's in your lineup. And Jackson Smith and the Jigba, man. Wide receiver three flex, I think the rest of the way. Like, I think he's worth a start in full PPR. Maybe the Seahawks defense, just because the commanders give up sacks and turnovers. Uh, Charbonnet's a stash. Noah Fant, Jake Bobo. Bobo, I'm adding because Dynasty League. Stash Jake Bobo and Dynasty. Uh, but fun game there to end the early or the late slate. Sunday night football. Oh, my goodness. Jets, minus one, 36 and a half here. Honestly, this game's going to be... Kind of hard to watch. Zach Wilson's a super flex option if you need it. Not excited about it. You're starting Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson. End of the list. Garrett Wilson continues to play phenomenal despite the situation. Brees Hall needs to get uh, back on track here after last week's kind of dud. Start the Jets defense, and then we're not going to care about any of these guys here. I do want to note Michael Carter looks like he's hopped Dalvin Cook as the RB2, so keep that in mind. Uh, the Raiders, you're starting Josh Jacobs. It's a tough matchup against the Jets D. You're starting Josh Jacobs. I got... I got questions about Devontae Adams this week a lot. A lot of like flex questions on Devontae. I'm going to lean towards playing him if you need to. I'm going to lean towards playing Jacoby Myers. These guys have been good. I think they can get there. Uh, so questions on these guys, let me know. Maybe the Raiders defense, but it's a home game against Zach Wilson. Maybe the Raiders defense, and then we're going to leave Mayer, O'Connell, and Trey Tucker uh, on the bench, but not a fun game here. And then Monday night, not a fun Monday night, but maybe a fun Monday night. Broncos at the Bills, seven point favorites for Buffalo, 46 and a half here. You're starting Josh Allen, you're starting Stephon Diggs, you're starting Dalton Kincaid. Those are the must starts here. I do think James Cook remains a running back too, more of a flex RB2. And Gabe Davis, man, I know he's been burning us. When we play him, he gets nothing. When we bench him, he gets everything. I'm probably going to leave him on my bench this weekend. Um, and I must rather play Kalusha here at this point, who's looked good over the last three games. And I know I'm going to get some points off Kalusha here. Uh, Gabe Davis with a dud last weekend. So if you guys have questions on Gabe or Shakir, let me know. Just a little bit iffy on these guys. Uh, start the Bills defense and then Latavius Murray, Trent Sherfield, Deontay Hardy, and then maybe Leonard Fournette gets called up for this one. We'll see. The Broncos side, Russell Wilson's a super flex option. Javante Williams is a running back too. Uh, coming off the bye, man, he's healthy. He had 27 carries before the bye week in the game the Broncos won. Don't expect the Broncos to win this one. So maybe the the, the you know the volume's not there for Javante, but I still think off a bye, Javante healthy. I want to get him in my lineup. Sutton can be your wide receiver three. 
Judy can be your flex. I mean, if you have questions on the Broncos receivers, not excited about them, but they can be of use, especially Sutton. Say no to the Broncos defense, and then we're going to leave all these jokesters here on the bench. I will be watching to see if Marvin Mims is uh, included more this weekend uh, off the bye here. But there you go. That's your Week 10 preview. Again, let me know if you guys have questions. I will not be doing a live stream Sunday morning. Uh, my apologies. Uh, so we'll we'll be watching for those actives and actives. Sunday morning, I will be either uploading a, or live streaming tomorrow morning, the player prop show. So if you guys like the prop bets, check out the link on the fantasyfellowship.com. It's, I think it just says player props. You guys can see what we're doing and putting up there. I think we went five of seven last weekend. So good weekend last weekend. But hey, that's it for me. Enjoy your Friday night, Saturday as well. We'll see you guys. Good luck on Sunday. Peace. Mm-hmm.